Hi, I'm Melinda. And I'm Raphael. And we're the Colognes. We are a married couple running a successful professional services marketing agency that is focused on providing support services to AEC and CRE firms. We're excited to now be expanding our ability to connect with marketing and business development leaders through this podcast. Our mission is to provide as much value as we can and offer our suggestions on relevant tools and resources. Join us where we'll interview experts, cover solutions to your marketing challenges, and share our take on how to combat bottlenecks in your marketing efforts. Sprinkled with some laughs and some and good, good, clean, clean fun. fun. <laughs> All right, episode 20 of the Forest Baseline Podcast. Today, we're going to be speaking about and getting to know Melinda. So I got a couple of questions specifically, but you know, we can add to that as well. Five. That's a lot of questions. Okay. That's a lot of questions. Just All right. I'm trying ready. to get to I'm know ready. you. And I guess uh, really succinct here. Okay. Go ahead. Oh yeah, we got all all the time in the world. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> Logging into Fortis OBM and seeing your bio, it says we have 19 plus years of corporate marketing experience. So I think since this is a podcast about the AEC CRE industry, what does that mean for somebody who's, who hears that 19 years of corporate marketing experience? Okay. Well, that's a good question. I think to divide it up, um, I started my marketing journey um, in the world of marketing, all things marketing, um, while I was in school. And um, I consider that time to be a very important time because it taught me a lot about business and just in terms of uh, what it meant to build real honest relationships um, that were authentic and genuine. So while I was in school, I was freelancing and um, I was freelancing um, and providing graphic design skill, you know, services like business cards. And by, and at that time it was like business cards and direct mail um, flyers, things like that. Like, Back then it was, you know, you get those four by six little glossy flyers that you get on your car um, and your windshield because you went into Publix for about five minutes and somehow there's like 20 of them on your windshield. So sorry, I apologize. Um, so I was one of those designers and... Um, you designed them so you didn't put them in the cars. <laughs> I didn't put them in the cars. No, never, ever. Well, actually, no, I take that back. When I was living in Providence, going to school at Johnson Wales University, oh, I did it once. Um, and I'll never do it again because it is a very time consuming effort. And, you know, the, you, you catch the person um, coming out of the store and you're putting it on their windshield. They're not so happy about it. So I said, no, nope, never again. Um, but I did a lot of business cards. I did a lot of logos. I did a lot of um, HTML websites because I was actually going to school for computer science. And I had already been exposed to Adobe um, InDesign. Well, back then it was Illustrator, InDesign, and Photoshop. And you say back then, the early 2000s or so? Early 2000s, yeah. So 2001, 2001, 2002, I was exposed to Adobe. So um, long story short, the first half of my marketing experience was working with small businesses um, in, in various industries. Uh, I did work for corporations, but they were clients of mine. And that included those in the hospitality, in the sports and recreation, 
in, um, in, and actually in financial, financial technologies and also commodities. I did quite a lot of mm. different types of marketing in the beginning of my career, um, from data to, you know, digital creation, print to email marketing. So I pretty much touched everything, you know, um, so I'm thinking a lot of A-B tests, see what worked and what didn't. Yeah, that, that was standard. Too. SWOT analysis were standard. Um, it, I mean, strategic marketing, what it is now in the AZ industry is just standard commercial marketing. You know, data really does play a big part in how we develop and deliver, you know, intentional communications. And so that's something that I learned early on in my career. And, you know... It's one of the reasons why I'm so successful in the AC industry. So when I fell into the AC industry in 2013. Um, so you were from a more generalized, so more right, niche. Right, right. Yeah. It was a different world. You know, it was it was kind of funny because I was, I remember looking back that I would refer to, you know, different marketing tactics and strategies <laughs> and people were like, what did, what is that? What do you mean? you know, please explain, you know, describe. So marketing in the AC industry is very different from commercial marketing. And the value that I brought into it was, for me, it wasn't cookie cutter because I took a, a step further beyond compliance and really thought thought thoroughly um, about like capture planning and, you know, developing, um, you know, strategic win opportunities and things like that. So it was just high level you know, more comprehensive stuff, but it took me a while to actually tap into those things because I was still learning the industry and terminology and, you know, how does the architect engineering construction firms work together and how do they develop and deliver an end result? So that it, it took me a while to really wrap my head around it, but, you know, obviously now we do that in our sleep. Oh, wow. Speaking of which, a follow-up question would be, so we do that in our sleep. What exactly are your responsibilities at Border Sylvian? Golly, so you click all on the I know. radio button. It's like control all, you know. Um, when you get like a a list off a website or a form. So Border Sylvian really is something that I'm really proud of. Initially, the goal and the vision was to just create a consulting agency, um, you know, a service like where I'm just serving one person or observing one firm and just providing that extended marketing department. And um, it has grown and really developed and expanded further than I thought or could envision it. And I think I'm just really proud of, proud for that. Um, so in phases, right? Because you're in a growing yeah. We're sort even though we didn't know at the time we were in like phase one, phase two. So phase one was yeah. really interesting time because uh I'll be vulnerable and say that I wasn't, you know, even at that point, which was just, you know, just a few years ago, I wasn't as confident as I am in my craft. Um you could I mean I have the the list of wins that I championed for various firms and I mean, extending past a billion dollars, but I, for whatever reason, definitely had to transition my mindset and really put more focus on serving my clients and really taking, you know, taking a step back and really thinking about my clients first versus myself 
And when I did that, everything aligned in terms of like what services we provide, how we onboard and how we procure and onboard our, our team members. Everything is very intentionally thought of. Even our pricing is very intentionally thought of for this industry. And, you know, right now at this phase, I would consider this phase like, you know, like you said, phase three, we've learned a lot about what is considered a professional services agency in this industry and being very intentional to be a differentiator in the sense that we don't serve every type of professional services firm or other industry firms. You know, we stay within our AAC and CRE space. And within that, you mentioned about thinking like the client, how does that work to you? Trying to be in the frame of mind, trying to do research about how does an outsider look at Fortress OBM? Is that sort of the gist of it? To be honest, it's still in development because there has been so much change in the industry and within our, you know, our society and our community. So it's just staying in the know. It's really just having those open conversations, those transparent conversations with clients, because that's really what's going to help them and provide them the most value and, you know, the end result that they're looking for. Oftentimes, you know, when we're looking at, when we're working on a proposal, for example, or a website or a social media campaign, it's, we just need to get started. We just need to get it done. And we do deliver that. However, we also think about what's the strategy? Why are we doing what we're doing? And we give some feedback and we provide, we provide value by doing the research that they can't do because of a limited time that they have on their plate. You know, it was something that um, we were talking about yesterday. You know, I don't want to wait, create this business and then wait for clients to come to us. I want to go and meet my clients. I want to go and ask them what they need. Um, And even if they're not clients, they're still in the same space. So they're, they still have the same challenges or similar challenges Um, and I can at least address those or get more familiar with what those things are so that at the end of the day, I'm providing more value I'm I'm connecting the dots for my client so that my client can just get the end result that they're looking for and truly get it. You know, um, guess how you stay current in the industry and pulse. it's not just about, you know, tracking procurement opportunities, which we totally do. But it's taking a step further and, you know, paying attention to the news and looking at developments that are going around and understanding the Infrastructure Act and, you know, paying attention to what comes out of Congress. And all, all and every piece is very intentional and it's very strategic and it does impact us, whether it might not, you know, impact us tomorrow, but it will eventually impact us. And I'd rather my clients to be prepared proactively for that than to have a reaction like a fire, you know, handling everything in, you know, emergency. And it's, it's just, it's an unfortunate situation that a lot of companies are experiencing, but we're trying to resolve that for them. So that's a lot about um, Fortis OPM, how you anticipate, how you are in the client mind. 
Now going a little bit more into you, what motivates you? What motivates me? What motivates you? <laughs> in terms of what? In terms of to do what you do, in terms of the business. Yeah. Keeps you going on hard days, on difficult challenges or tasks. What keeps you motivated? The passion that I have for the industry. And I'll explain. Very faith-driven um, individuals. And for me, I, you know, as a marketer, when I was in commercial marketing, I, I honestly prayed to be in a space where I can use my skills and my craft to help other people. However, that would end up, I, I just never knew what it looked like, but I knew that I had a purpose to help people and create something better and bigger. At the end of the day, we're creating, you know, we're, we're develop, designing and developing these roads and bridges for people to get to and from different, you know, different places. We're, we're developing multifamily places, retail offices, um, hospitals, schools. Like we are really in just, we're the crux of how to deliver the thing, which is the thing is the human experience. And I know that's really fluffy and like, you know, just, it's just very, it's a very big idea. But honestly, when you think about how much we do day to day, it just makes it worth it. How many people it affects? It really, yes, it really impacts a lot of people. And to know that I'm a part of that, to know I'm a part of making things better, to serve other people on a regular basis, um, it's important to me and it matters. So I'm very passionate about that. And that's really what drives me. It's like, you know, if I can be a part of this opportunity and we can win this, then yes, absolutely. I want to win this so that we can go back and take pictures at this place once it's built. You know, on our trip to Boston recently, we visited a couple of um, project locations, uh, completed and in progress projects of our client. And it is very inspiring and exciting, you know, to be there, to, to see what was developed, designed, developed and delivered for the community. So I, I get excited about those things. And the last two questions, what would a client or a partner be surprised to learn about you? <laughs> okay. Well, they I don't can think read your bio. They can go yeah. to LinkedIn. They can know you from maybe some kind of industry events, but. What would surprise them about you? I think it would be, I mean, I guess everybody knows that I love wine. Uh, a nice glass of cab. And fun fact is that through middle school, high school, and part of college. Yeah. Oh, so Easy. I played the viola for 14 years. And, um, you know, I was first chair for state orchestras, um, national, uh, one year for, well, one season for national um, orchestra. And I was first chair for the Broward County orchestra for several years. And while I was in middle school, I was in the high school orchestras because, um, the level of performance, like I just exceeded the, the first chair. So they just put me into high school level. So I traveled a lot with the high school crowds while I was in middle school, which was kind of scary. <laughs> um, but um, 
it was actually a lot of fun and I learned a lot. Excellent. Yeah. Last question. It's yes. a cheat question. Yeah. It's not even in my prepared questions, but anything else you would like me to know about you? Um, well, we do have Because some... this is this is called getting to know Melinda. So I, know. I so when I got the interview questions from the online, <laughs> I, I I guess I wanted to be based more about the industry and who you are yeah. as it relates to the industry. But as we get wrapping up here, what else would you like me to know that prompted this podcast episode? Yeah. Since it was an impromptu one in the sense that it was not scheduled to be number 28, <laughs> but here we are. Well, I mean, I think that's what's so fun about this and our podcast and what we wanted it to be and how we're delivering that is, you know, as at the very least, we want people to feel like they walk away and learning something new and that it provides some value. So it's not, you know, a talk show where we're just kind of spewing things that are not, that don't hold its worth. So I hope that that we've delivered that, but I also want to say that, um, you know, in our research in the last couple of months, we really believe that, you know, our industry has really experienced some, some challenges and, you know, some shifts with hiring marketing professionals and, you know, Fortis OBM is working currently on a solution to roll out in the next couple of months. Hopefully, um, God willing, by the end of the year, so that we can, you know, provide those solutions to clients, um, to decision makers, and to, you know, to teams to really help them with, you know, growing their marketing department internally. But as far as me, I love research. Um, someone asked me this, you know, like what, you know, what, what excites you? And actually it honestly is research. And it, I know it sounds really, it's a nerdy response. Um, but if I am a husband's not nodding his head, but if I really, sheets, analytics, I really love spreadsheets. Um, I love, love, love spreadsheets. And, but I, I also love learning about things. And so if, you know, for example, there was a specific type of material that my client was telling me about that they were including in their project approach. And I had never heard of it before. So I Googled the heck out of it and I learned everything about it, but it wasn't really like business related. It was just because I wanted to know about it. And that is fun and exciting to me. Um, and I'm crafty, you know, I got my little uh, cricket here. And, um, I have the whole cricket set and whenever I do have some free time, some downtime, I like to pull it out and do some fun things like making birthday cards or, you know, uh, making vinyl signs and things like that. So, yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. You got to know Melinda more and it'll be a part two in the future. But for right now, this is a very good primer about who she is and how it relates to Fortis OPM. So thank you so much for joining us. Take care and have a good night. See ya. Do you need to improve your marketing department and don't know where to start? Fortis OBM offers in-person and virtual one-on-one and group training. 
Our coaching programs are designed specifically for the marketing department of one and onboarding new team members who are new to the industry. We teach mindset, marketing, and strategy, providing immediate value to your company and marketing department. Whether you're struggling to prioritize your marketing initiatives or need help onboarding a new team member, we have the right solutions for you. To learn more, go to www.fortisobm.com.